Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another show today. It's been 12 stroke 13 days since we saw the last Premier League um, match unfold with a lot of big fixtures like um, the Liverpool versus Man City game and um, the Chelsea game and a lot of, you know, big um, games as at October 7th or October the 3rd rather. And um, we have gone for around 12, 13 days without action. So it's been a long while. It's been a long time. It looks like, I don't know, a month has gone by. But we're happy to have you guys once more in another episode of the show. Welcome, guys. This is your host, the FPO Manual at Diwali. And I'm going to be here to tell you more about, you know, talking about FPL today. Just share my thoughts on FPL. I'm going to do a little bit of recap on Gaming 7. I'm going to talk about this game week eight, the fixtures. I'm going to talk about you know the Brazilian players returning, Argentine players returning, who just played earlier today, and there's a game tomorrow. Will they feature or not? Will they feature or not? Um, talk about injury updates. We'll talk about um, predictions for game week eight, and you know what, who, which um, teams to target if you are playing a wild card or not. So stay tuned, guys. You're going to have a blast today. So, as a way of recap, um, game week seven um, had some interesting, you know, results. So we quickly look at them, and from a result point of view, from the teams, and from an FPL point of view, from the like review of our game week seven team and what we scored. So on Saturday, October second, we I will just pick like two or three fixtures. Um, Chelsea won Southampton the three-one win. Um, I think goal scorers were Chiwell and um, Werner and Chaloba. We also had United draw against Everton at home, 1 1 draw. Wolves won um, Newcastle 2 1, and Leeds won Watford 1 0 with their first win of the season. And the following day, Sunday, obviously the big game there Liverpool versus Man City. Ended in a 2-2 draw, it's Mosala scoring and giving an assist. And the, on the other side, De Bruyne and Phil Foden got on the score sheet. Brentford shockingly won West Ham at home, um, in, away from home with Mbemo and Wizard scoring with the 2-1 win for Brentford. And Spurs won their first win in like three games of after having a three games losing streak on a 3-3-0 margin. And they won at Aston Villa 2-1. And we had so you mean scoring or giving two assists rather in that game. So now um FP was a kind of a horrific game week. Um personally I had forty-four points and my saving grace actually was Mo Salah, who I captained against Man City. Rather radical move, but it worked out for me because um, it was not one of the bold moves a lot of managers went with. But it kept me in the sixty K ranking as a last week. And I finished that game week. A lot of managers didn't do well. I think the average average um, points for that week was, I don't know, 40. It was not the best of game weeks, especially with the injuries to Trent, Alexander Arnold, and some other players who did not feature. Like, um, I brought in Christensen, and he was not even giving up playing with 10 players. So I'm very grateful Salah came through at the end of the game week. Now, looking forward to game week eight. What are those pictures we are looking forward to targeting? 
for game week eight. Now game week eight has um, nice fixtures, especially for teams like Man City, who play Burnley tomorrow. Um, there is also Liverpool versus Man United, Aston Villa versus Wolves, Watford versus Liverpool, um, Norwich versus Brighton, Southampton versus Leeds, Brentford versus Chelsea. Then on Sunday we have Everton versus West Ham, Newcastle versus Tottenham. And on Monday, last game is Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. So those are the games for game week eight. As we look forward to you know return of Premier action tomorrow. But before I you know go ahead, I would like to talk about a very nice segment of our show, which today entails the first of all I'll start with I'll start with the Brazilian players or the players returning from international duty. From the South America, from South America, Argentine players, and more of the Brazilian players because from only Argentina we have um, Emiliano Martinez and and Emi Bundia who feature for you know who play for Aston Villa and will feature against will feature against um, Wolves this weekend. So, for, for, but there are only two players there. But from an FPL point of view, we have majority of Brazilians who played yes this morning rather against the likes of um, Uruguay in a 4-1 win and uh, we saw Rafinha score a brace. I personally watched that match and it was very interesting because um, Brazil really, how would I say it, they walked through yeah, Uruguay's defence. So it was a very overwhelming win, a very big win for the Brazilian team who are like a win away from qualifying for the World Cup. A very, very, you know, very, very big accomplishment there. But let's not digress and move away from the topic today. Brazil. We have a lot of players who feature today, who didn't train the entire week, like other players who have been in the club, re- uh, returning who are re- or who returned earlier from from their you know various countries to to train. And we have players like Rafinha, we have players like um, Douglas Lewis, we have players like um, uh, Fabinho, Alisson, Ederson, Cabezus, um, Emerson Royal, and some other. Lots more of um, Premier League players, Thiago Silva, who played 90 minutes yesterday in the game against uh, you know Uruguay. So now the question, the big question is this: Who will play among these players? Which of these players will play Game Week Eight? Now, interestingly, um, Leeds manager Marco Bielsa made mention that there's a huge possibility that Rafinha will feature for the game against you know Southampton in the Saints tomorrow. Because um, he's a very key player for them, and he played some two minutes of action. Although I suspect the fatigue will not really give him the time to, you know, go in and play. But I think um, Marco Bielsa will not mind risking that option because he's one of their star players to play him against um, the Saturn. Will he play? That is a big question. Personally, personally, I don't think he would. Playing seventy minutes of action on a Friday, then getting involved. On the Saturday, the following day, I mean, fatigue is there. I don't think he will play, but it's nice to hope. And let's see what will happen actually tomorrow. So, apart from Marco Bielsa's, you know, statement on Rafinha, which other lead players, or rather Brazilians, do you think will get involved? Um, okay, personally, I can rule out any Brazilian player who played 19 minutes yesterday, except the goalkeeper Ederson of Man City, because Man City need Ederson is very important. I don't think Man City want to start Scott Carson or the other keeper, Jack Steffer, 
for a Premier League game against Burnley. Even though Burnley have you know some injuries and um, some star players that are out, I don't think Pep will really to risk it. I still see Emerson playing, Ederson rather playing for Man City in goal, which brings me to the attention that um, a lot of Brazilian players were you know taken on a private jet after the game yesterday and are coming back to the country today or will arrive today ahead of preparation for the weekend so we could see a lot of players getting involved but out of these players who i think will not get involved um the ones who featured you know 90 minutes yesterday like tiago silva who definitely i don't think took who will take his chances and start tiago silva especially looking at the fact that the champions league action on wednesday so I don't see Thiago Silva starting. Some other players, I'll have, I have a list of players um, who played the 90-minute game for um, uh, Brazil yesterday. And I'll just quickly check on them now and read it. So, players who played, um, players minutes, primarily player minutes for Brazil versus Uruguay yesterday. So, Alisson Becker didn't play any minutes because he played the first two games. So, the Tite rotated the goalkeeping spot and started Ederson instead. Um, Douglas Lewis came in and played for about 30 minutes. Um, Gabriel Jesus played for an hour and was subbed off. Rafinha and um, Fabinho played for 70 minutes and were subbed off. Fred played 88 minutes and also had an assist, given an assist to Neymar. Very, 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 very cheeky assist. I loved, I loved that assist. Then for the 90 minutes, um, players, it was Ederson, Thiago Silva and Emerson Royal. So personally, I can rule out Fred, Ederson, Thiago Silva and Emerson Royal out for the Brazilian game, for the for their respective clubs rather, that will play feature this weekend. Um, from the likes of Rafinha and Fabio, I don't think I can rule them out. There's still a chance they could, you know, play. It depends on how important um, the, the coach sees their, um, sees he can fit them in and if they are ready to play. And um, at, the end of, at, the, at the same time, ability to, I, I don't, um, for a club like Liverpool, I don't think they want to risk the injuries. I think club would have, you know, put out lay out the game plan for facing a team like um, Watford this weekend. Would have laid out the game plan on who will be this defensive midfielder. Actually, with Henderson, Henderson, who is actually fit, he will just slot him in, in that slot. So Fabio might not feature, but let's just wait and see from um, tomorrow's lineup. So Gabriel Jesus could also feature for Man City, but we all know Pep. I don't think he will. With Pep Rollet and Champions League coming against the um, Club Bruges, Man City have a game against Club Bruges this Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't think Pep will want to start either Gabriel Jesus after an hour of playing with Brazil and not training with the club this week. So <coughs> let's just watch and see for the Brazilian players. So moving on, uh, I'm going to a very interesting segment of the show. I'll be talking about white card. Uh, white card. Who? Who, which of us are white card? Now, most of us, um, the earlier this season, played a white card, like me, for example. I played my white card in game week three and it worked out very fine for me. It actually took me to 50k ranking and about 15k later on. So, for those that still have their white cards, if I was going to white card now, what will I do? Who will I bring in? Which teams will I be targeting? Now, what we'll be discussing now in this particular segment of the show our game week eight white cards. Now, for Game week 8, we have a lot of interesting fixtures, as I mentioned earlier, but only the game week 8 fixtures were like for the next 4-5 game weeks. And the team that, there are teams there that make playing a wild card now, your wild card now, very, 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 you know. And teams like that are what Man City, Chelsea, um, 
Leeds and Southampton. Those are the major four teams which have good fixtures on paper and playing your wild card now it would be nice or lovely to get in few few players from these teams and that's what I'll be talking about right now. So I'll start with Man City. For Man City, Man City has um, three or four fixtures. Man City play Burnley tomorrow. Uh, if next week after that they play Brighton and after that they play I think another other small team or so. Um, they play Crystal Palace before you know embarking on the big games like you know Liverpool before like Man United after that. So on paper Man U might have the best fixtures because um, we noticed that in, in the last seven game weeks they only considered three goals, which is a very good defensive record for a team like Man City. So and we have the so looking at players for Man City, which players would like to get in to bring in for Man City? Our first of all, Man City defense already you know shown itself over the past seven game weeks. So personally, I'll be targeting a Man City defender like Cancelo, which who played seven out of seven games. Um, Ruben Dias also Minis is also secured. Cancelo more I, I favor Cancelo more because of, of his attacking return and ability to you know score and give an assist. Although Diaz can do that too, but not compared to on Cancelo's level and he has been an incredible fund this season I don't, and I don't think he'll be getting dropped as he used to be getting dropped as in previous seasons um, also for Man City attack wise for Man City to play Burnley there will be a lot of goals coming in so for the front line um, the likes of Foden the likes of KDB they are very good options to target but we know Pep Roulette might not favor us most of the time so we should be watchful for players like um, like um, Grealish could also get more. Ga- Grealish has not been rested much this season as I started most of the game. So Grealish and Foden position is a little bit of you know a tiki taka mini 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 more you know position. So it could if Pep Pep could decide to play Grealish on the left, he could decide to play Foden in front, or he could swap them, or he could start Sterling and rest Foden or Grealish. So it's a very it's a tricky position. The most locked in option or most nailed option right now is KDB. So if we can afford KDB at 11.9 million, I say go for it. And you know, that will you know nail down your Man City assets for game week eight. You no, know, if you are playing a wild card. Also, a team that um everyone would love to target on a wild card is Chelsea. Chelsea have one of the best games. It's just like green, green arrow if I can use that word. Like just green all down. They, Brentford, Norwich, most of these teams are, you know, teams on the bottom of the table, teams from the, you know, um, middle of the table downwards. So, they're very good fixtures. In fact, let me quickly look at uh, Chelsea assets quickly. Okay, yes. Chelsea play Brentford this weekend. Can be um, nine. They play Norwich, which is very interesting for those that own Lukaku. Um, game week 10, they play Newcastle away from home, and game week 11, they play Burnley. So, looking at those pictures, if you don't have a Chelsea player now, it could hurt your ranking because everyone is going in on those Chelsea assets, especially in the defense, where we know Toko tries to maintain a defense first strategy, making sure the, the, you know, the back line is solid, they don't concede goals, then the likes of Lukaku will get those attacking return. And uh, we can see the likes of Mount and ZH also becoming good. Um, midfield options giving those assists from set pieces and what have you and the focal man there Lukaku be the one the scoring the goals so from Chelsea point of view I will go for assets like one Mendingo at this million very good asset I think he has the mo- one of the most saves in the Premier League and clean sheets is doing very well uh, after Man City Chelsea are one of the best teams in defense 
and most needed option is Rudiger and also Rich James. I think um Rich James, if he's fit, he's very much needed in you know Chelsea. The way they attack, the way they defend, Rich James one of their focal points to person that you know sets up assists for Lukaku up front. So Rich James is a very good option. Um, if you are looking for a differential, you could also pick um Christensen at five million. Um, he has he has he has played five out of seven of the games this season. So it's fair it's fair to say he's partially fit or nearly fit or nearly nailed rather to play most of the games for um Chelsea going forward. And obviously the big man in front, Lukaku. Lukaku is the guy that will be getting the goal. So if you are bringing a Chelsea asset on a wild card, it's very advisable to take out maybe Ronaldo now, who plays Leicester, Man United and Liverpool in the next three games and bring in Lukaku who play much easier fixtures and with a much captainable option for the next three games. So another team to you know I mentioned I mentioned that is very good on paper that could get those results is also Leeds. Leeds um play Southampton this weekend. After that they play Wolves at home and I think um the next game is against um Norwich. So looking at these three games they are playing teams also in that bottom area in that mid table bottom of the table area. So although they have one win this season and a few injuries like Bamford that is also their focal point that is missing in action i think um the likes of rafinha is going to be very very much interesting going forward for a team like leeds especially for um after this game week which looks like you know he doubts he will not play the game against wolves the game against um you know norwich he will be the one getting those goals for them so and maybe if the defense get a little bit much better we could maybe touch um likes of Meslia and go and um um, the likes of um, Laurenti, there's this Laurenti that always gets, you know, goals from set pieces. Um, the likes, um, I think for that, I think based on that, Leeds, Leeds, Leeds also have, you know, those are the main, those are the major assets I would want to pick any Leeds player. Rafinha, Meslia, or Laurenti in um, defence. Um, so be watchful, there are a lot of injuries they have to, like, Aileen is out, Bamford is out, so I wouldn't scramble the defence. So Rafinha is like, the only guy I can point at in Leeds. Another set of uh, another team to target on wildcard is Southampton. Their first seven games was not the most easy set of games, but they came out, uh, you know, with like two two clean sheets and a few good results, like a draw against Man City. So now heading into game week eight, who do Southampton face next? They face Leeds at home, which is a very good game for them, considering the likes of Rafinha who might not feature. So a clean sheet is uh, is possible. If they could, you know, if they could keep things tight in their own end, Saturday also played Burnley at home again for game week nine. So we could consider the likes of Armstrong up front to get those goals for Southampton. My only issue with bringing in and say Southampton asset is like they don't get a lot of attacking returns. They don't score a lot of goals, and we know Chief Adams is out for the weekend, and um, what Prowse got a red card against Chelsea. So that creative aspect can be missing. For a while, but I feel um, Ralph Hasenhut could bring in Walcott and um, Stuart Armstrong to create those chances for the likes of Armstrong up front. So it's not really a bad call to bring in a certain team, um, a certain team player for the next three games. Uh, they also play game um, Watford in game week ten. So I really look, I'm really looking forward, to, you know, to watching this team get those points. So if you get early, early on that horse, you could get those points. For a team like um, 
um, Southampton. So those are the major teams I'm targeting on your wildcard. If I was to play my wildcard, Man City, Chelsea, Southampton, and Leeds. And I've talked about the assets to bring in. Also, just to draw us back on the Southampton, Livermento is one of the best defenders in the game at 4.3, 4.2 rather. I mean, there's Duffy there that is getting those attacking returns from set pieces. But for is for you know a young lad that moved to Southampton this season and you know getting those FTR attacking returns, little little cheeky assists from you know set pieces and penalties. He is very very good at four point two. It should be one of those assets you should bring in for this set of game you know games. So I think that's all for the the show. Okay, let's just quickly touch on injury updates. Um, so there are a lot of injuries that occur during the international break that you know heartbreaking for most of us managers that own players, especially for the likes of Man City's founder man Fernand Torres had a lot of go- you know scored a lot of goals for his country this um, two weeks of international break, but unfortunately had an injury yesterday, small fracture injury, and is ruled out for this next game week. Um, also, stay stick stay um, stay tuned for more updates. From the pressers that the, you know the managers will be rendering this um, today later in the day in the afternoon, some have already come out from club and Aston Villa manager and the rest. But I will just read the ones that are available. So we know Curtis Jones is injured, has a hip injury. Um, Bertrand Traore for Aston Villa has a tie injury. Martinelli for Arsenal is out, and um, there are a few injuries for Burnley defense um, with Vidra, Charlie Taylor, and. Ben Mim also out. Hmm. Wow. That's actually very interesting because I'm actually thinking of bringing in Man City forward even for a hit. So, I mean, that looks that looks good <laughs> from a Man City point of view. Uh, those are key defenders that are out. Taylor and Mim are like the star players for Burnley in defense. So, those are the injuries. Then Madelty is also out for you know Tottenham. Uh, Gumutsin out for Burnley. Trinkal, and some so many, so many. There's a long list of injuries. Dinnery on Twitter, and check his page out. He gives updates on all these injuries and the ch- likelihood ch- or chances that these players will feature or not. Also check FF Scout out for more information on features of uh, injuries rather, and pressers from the managers. So, just to wrap up the show today, um, I'll give you a little bit of advice. Please don't be in a rush to taking hits for players that enjoy wait for the pressers to be over for the likes of Rudiger that are out and plan for the next three game weeks and you know to consider the fixtures and not just taking hits for players that have already performed for previous weeks like lacks of style and the rest consider this and you could tackle the the long-term plan by planning little taking it little by little and you get there so i think that's all for the show today um stay tuned guys for more winning the midweek show, you know, the UCF fantasy show. Oh, we're talking about the Champions League with the legs of Messi and Co. and um, Neymar and uh, Man City, Man United, Leipzig. So, just for today, we'll be stopping here. We're running up here today for the show. And thank you guys for listening. Bye bye.